Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash studios. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or other MP3 player. For you, the listeners of Breaking Brief, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally would recommend giving The Jester by James Patterson to listen to. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash blindninjastudios. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash blindninjastudios for your free audiobook. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode four of Breaking Brief. Today, we're going to be going over episode number four of season one, titled Cancer Man. Cancer and I'm Man! Joined by, as you can hear, Casey <laughs> and Carlos. Yep. Carlos overall, is really excited to be here today. So, overall, Carlos, what did you think of this episode? What did you I like? I enjoyed it. It was a little bit different, it was a little bit more Jamie centered than Walter centered. Jesse. Who? Oh, and Jesse. Jesse. Yeah, Jesse oh, Center. It starts with a J. Is there a character I'm not <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, actually. Yeah. No, it was a very Jesse-centric yep. episode. What do you think, Casey? I I like this episode. Um, I I think it might be because it's Jesse-centered. I there There's not a whole lot of, like, Jesse-centric episodes in these early seasons. Mm-hmm. And this one, you, you learn a lot about what makes him tick. Very true. So, I suppose, shall we get right into What it? did you think of this episode, oh, Spencer? I suppose, I, again, hated I, I really liked it. <laughs> it was like, I hate everything about this show. I don't even know why I wanted to do nah, this show. Hell with this. I quit. <laughs> Every time I watch an episode of this show, it makes me want to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I really like this bucket. episode. It, uh... Has it lets us see Walton and his whitey tighties again? There, I I do have that in my notes. There is a lot of <laughs> underwear in this episode, but uh, no. In all seriousness, I really like it. It has some really entertaining moments, some funny moments, and it's it's a very serious episode. In some I have to ask: too. Is there a point in the series I mean, where he switches from briefs to boxers? No. Why do you think we went with breaking brief? <laughs> That's the whole thing. When he breaks bad, he decides to wear briefs instead like, of maybe, whitey tighties. Maybe he decides to change at some point in time. Yeah. <laughs> well, a spoiler alert, I will give you that he does not. All right. Well, if any of you didn't want to hear that. Go back in time. <laughs> don't go back in time. Don't listen to this episode or this podcast. So, yeah. All right. So. Diving right into it. Operation Icebreaker. Like Breathman? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it starts out with Hank briefing a group of DEA agents on this meth investigation. He said, uh, Hank comes on and says that uh, Crazy 8 was a snitch. They're, they haven't been in contact with them. They don't know what's going on. And I think it's Gomi that proposes that maybe Emilio... Got revenge on him, found out that his cousin yeah. ratted him out. Also, he is really against the name of uh, Icebreaker. Yep. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> came up with a bunch of different nicknames for this mission or investigation. Operation Breath Mint is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Operation TBD. <laughs> he's like, 
Every time Thanks, I'm working Gummy. a bust with you, Gomi's Operation Breath Mint. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they show that they found the gas mask and say they found the same high-quality meth in the filter of the mask, which... They- 99.1% pure. Yep. And the the lab geeks at the DEA are saying that they can't even make it that pure. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love that basic... And basically, Hank just says... This requires a high-quality skill set. And, like, right after that, goes to Walt brushing his teeth in his undies. Yeah, he's in his undies. Well, and then, and then he also talks about how they might have a new kingpin in town. Like, that's the last thing yep. that's said Very with, true. with Walt Very important. brushing his teeth in his undies. <laughs> and then we get the Breaking Bad awesome intro thing. I love I love the break. Can we just take a second and talk about how awesome the like the intro screen for Breaking Bad is? It's it's so it's cool, and the the song I mean. like the the song is so iconic. And it is. It's just you know when that music just awesome. Hits. It's yeah, and then we are at a barbecue, and Walt is burning the shit out of some chicken. I know, because guess what? Walt is zoned out again. This guy, he can't. He should not be behind the wheel of a car ever. He's just freaking like. Either he looks <laughs> like either he's dealing with shit or he's got like some weird ADD going on. Yeah, he pays less or attention he, to things <laughs> going around him than just starts hearing like a weird like. Yeah. Bell like. Oh, it's your finger on the rim of a glass with water in it. It's like, it's something. terrible. Um, and then, so Hank yells about the. About the burn chicken to Skyler. Then they're all sitting around the Just table, having the usual chit chat so, and bullshit. Somebody asks, or uh, somebody asks if Hank wants another beer, and he says, "Does the Pope shit in his hat?" How the fuck does that mean? Yes. <laughs> I forgot about that line. <laughs> does the Pope shit in his hat? <laughs> Marie says, "I've told you to stop saying that." <laughs> Because he doesn't like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Although if I ever meet the Pope, I'm going to ask if he ever Do you shit sh- in your hand. And just an update for all of you. Uh, that is a Facebook page. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> 31 likes. Breaking brief crowd. We need to double that. Right? At least. At least. At least. <laughs> oh man i think this is gonna be an episode where we get derailed quite a bit oh yeah definitely all right so then um hank starts giving uh girl advice to junior <laughs> just like wait oh man there's <laughs> all right, okay yeah. internet memes are not good for radio <laughs> no all right so we'll hank, hank starts page. giving girl advice to junior and that it's not awkward at all. No, but, no. but that leads into Walt telling this heartwarming story of how he stalked Skyler for a while, <laughs> <laughs> like going to the restaurant every day, doing the crossword puzzle just because she was doing the crossword yeah. puzzle. And so he he finishes the story, and Skyler just starts sobbing. Mm-hmm. Just, just freaking out, out of, of nowhere. nowhere. Just, just <laughs> Skyler meltdown. Which you know, at this point, we're like, well, okay. But Marie's all worked up, like, oh, what's wrong? And she's just like, 
ask him. And then she runs away. Uncles. Thanks a lot, Skyler. I have cancer. <laughs> yeah, Walt drops the big C on everyone. Cancer. Cancer. The big C. Cancer. It's the big C. And then it just kind of fades out from there. Yeah. And well, and everyone is taking his cancer harder than he is. If like it fades right. from there to like they're they're inside and they're trying to be like, well, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? And ev- like everyone else is more worried about this than Walt. Walt's just well, like whatever. I think in part of it, you know, Walt has. I'm not sure if I, I'm conflicted on whether or not Walt has accepted this and become okay with it, or. If he's just been trying to hide it for so long. Or if he's still in denial. If he's hit it so long, like, everything else is normal, and he's still just, it hasn't hit yet. That I mean, that could be, too. Uh, but I, I do love that Marie and Skylar are talking about Walt like he's not even there. Yep. Yeah. Like, just completely ignoring it. Like, he's sitting right between them, and they're just talking over him. Oh, yeah, we'll get, like, the most expensive doctors we can, and that'll... That'll work. We have the money. And it's like, eh, eh, and they just keep talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we go from there to Jesse's druggy friends. I think this is the first time we see Jesse's druggy friends. Yep. Uh, Skinny Pete, I believe, is one of them here. And whatever the hell the uh, the other the other one's is. unnamed. I think. Well, he might. He's have named name, at one point. I can't remember if they do it in this episode. Uh, he's he's not super important. Not at this point. Uh, so they're they're chilling at his place, and the one guy like is looking at the hole in the ceiling. He's like, "What happened there? Oh, the house is just falling apart. It's old and shit." It hit me in the eye. Yep. <laughs> and basically, they just kind of accept whatever cock and bull story give, Jesse gives them, and they just go, "Oh, still cooking? Heard your old partner is uh, not around anymore. You got any crystal?" He's like, "Yeah, well, I, I'm." Uh, I do, and he he talks about how like he made the best batch ever, and it's primo crystal. And then he's not gonna share. <laughs> he tries to hold Chili out. Pee. He he try he tries to hold out, uh, and then his friends start to leave because he won't give them the drugs. And then he's like, "No, no, no, no! I'm kidding. I'm kidding, yo. I'm kidding." Because he likes that word, yo. You, yo. <laughs> Remember that, kids. If your friends threaten to leave because you're not give them drugs. (laughs) Exactly. There are a lot of good life lessons in Breaking Bad. I don't think that's one of them. I think (laughs) you might have missed the mark. (laughs) So then, then they all smoke up, and the next scene is these two old ladies power walking outside. It, well, like no, Jesse this like, is, was trying to. Are you s- sure? Yeah, yeah. There, there's two old ladies power walking, and Jesse's like peeking through the curtain. Because <laughs> uh, in the previous scene, like he also said, like he was trying to give up smoking it. Yeah, it's like it was making him paranoid. Yeah, and so like then, then they, yeah. So the the old ladies go, and then I think we get on to, uh the hallucination. Yep, just tweaking out, and I loved it. The freaking. Badass bikers yeah. parking out in front of his house, and he's just just rolling up to the door. He's scared. Shit. He runs out up. the back door, crawls under the RV, well, and grabs his meth. Oh, you can't, we can't forget the meth. Exactly comes up, and then all of a sudden, before they leave, you see him put like a little. They're Jehovah's pam- Witnesses. Jesus pamphlet on the door, and right off on their Jehovah's bicycles. <laughs> and I, they even added the ching ching sound. Yep, I just love that little, ching, little ching. addition. 
Ching, ching. All right. Uh, our next scene is Walt. Ten in years. his underwear. Yep. Gluing his plate wound together. <laughs> and some coughing. And Skyler comes up and you would think he thinks that she'd say something about the fact that he has a wound or maybe she just doesn't she know. She doesn't know. It. She's too self-involved. Well, well, in this scene, I mean, you see that he's trying to keep it hidden. Oh, well, yeah. Because he... He cleans it all with uh, hydrogen peroxide, then glues it shut, puts the bandage on, and then puts his pants up, looks down. But he also goes around in his underwear every morning. A little bit of blood soaked out. He's everywhere in his underwear. I I think that's that's why she's getting suspicious. Walt, you're wearing pants more lately. What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. And we basically go from that to Skyler making a doctor's appointment for Walt and, and uh, saying, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, we'll do it like within a week or Friday or whatever, you know, fairly soon. She's like, oh, is, is credit card okay? Oh, okay, we'll do that. Oh, yeah, Murray said this is the best doctor in New Mexico, if not in the nation. He's one of the best. And he'll, you know, get things straight. And How, how, how much was the deposit, Skyler? How much was that? Oh, five grand? Five grand? Okay, okay. But you yelled at me about paper two episodes ago. $15 at Staples (laughs) on the wrong credit card. (laughs) Bitch, please. And then Someone someone should put like a scumbag Steve hat on Skyler. (laughs) Right? Walt then says he's going to take care of the deposit by borrowing from his pension. Yeah. Which Skyler's totally okay with. (laughs) Right? Um, and so then the next scene is Walt's in the nursery trying to pull his, his cash out of the vent. Uh, and then it like, blows all over. It blows all over the Like air the ducts. money tornado. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Uh, in the baby's room. And then Junior, Junior walks, walks in, in. And he's all bitched up over something. Yeah, he, well, he yells at Walt for not acting like he's sick. Like, what? why do you keep acting like nothing's going on, Dad? <laughs> Well, it's just like, shut up and eat your breakfast. Go eat your veggie bacon, bitch. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> well, um, I'm just, well, I'm just thankful that I'm finally going to get away from you fucks. <laughs> Sick of it. And then, the, like, as, as the camera's panning out of the, the nursery, you see the crib that says uh, Tampico on it. Yeah. Which is the name of the... Of Crazy Eight's father's furniture store. Oh, yeah! I didn't notice that. That's yep. awesome. Yeah, they they just kind of really they pause cool. on it for half a second. Then our next scene uh, is, is Walt in the, the car. Bank. No, Walt in the car. Car? Yeah, because oh. he's he has a mild freak out in the car when a cop has its lights on behind him, and like he like the cop is like coming up like going to pass him, and Walt's just freaking out. Why? Because he's like transporting all his cash to the oh, bank. Oh, sure. And, so yep, so there's yep, yep, there, there's that mild and then and then we get to the bank and we're at the bank and ah, in the, line listening to the douchebag with the Bluetooth Ken wins it's like it's got it's like that's like a required piece of equipment for a Bluetooth you need a battery and you need a douchebag attitude <laughs> right I mean every Bluetooth that's sold has to have well it, it starts when Ken wins steals uh, his parking spot Walt's parking yep. spot. And so this this is the first first inkling that we get that Walt might not care for Ken Wins. <laughs> I I don't know his real name, so I just keep calling him Ken Wins. Yeah, that's yep. actually what I wrote down his name. <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> well, I I put Bluetooth tarred, but Ken oh, Wins that works too. Works um, too. And then 
inside the bank. Ken is just, no, this, just a complete and utter dick in front of the tellers. loud yeah. and obnoxious. He comments about them like, well, right, really loud. You should check out this teller. She's hot. <laughs> oh, don't go after that one. She's a real barnyard animal. You'll have to roll her in flour and look for the wet spot. Hardy har har. The guy behind me looks like a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just and this whole time Walsh just got that look on his face, like, like reminiscent of when he was in the clothing store with his son. Yeah, like, just you know he's ready to snap. Like, dang it, there's not a door for me to go out and another door for me to come in, so I can't go kick his ass. <laughs> and then you know he just goes and drops down his wad of cash for a cashier's check. Like nobody tells, even bats an eye. Yep, and he tells the. Tell her how to spell oncology. Yep. I like that. Uh, and then we meet Jesse's family for the first time. Ah, and what lovely people they are. Oh, yeah. So we find out that his little brother, well, he has a little brother, and he plays the oboe and the piccolo. And he's just... He's, an over, he's not getting he's, enough... He's, like, not getting enough attention from the music teacher or something like that. No. No. He's just freaking goody two-shoes. Basically wor- the opposite of Jesse yes. at this Well, point. and you know what the worst part about this scene is? We don't find out how well soccer practice went. No. We totally get interrupted before we find out how well soccer practice yeah, and went. And we never do. <laughs> uh, by Jesse getting his foot stuck in a chair in the backyard. thunk. <laughs> <laughs> Comes in. Parents basically take him in. Yep. After a little hesitation. Um, and then, yeah, we, well, we, yeah, and then we see Jesse going into his childhood room and... There's a picture of an old dude wearing underwear on the wall, <laughs> like that he drew. It's like this old oh. dude with a long beard in his underwear, and that's when I realized this episode has a disproportionate amount of dudes in underwear. <laughs> uh, and then he pa- just passes out for yep, over a day, sleeps all day, and his parents come home from work or wherever at night, and basically just speculating on. I mean, Whether they they're going to let him stay or not. Well, they know he's on something, and they're like, well, what is he on? Maybe and we should check. They're trying he's to on f- for needle marks. They're trying to figure out what to do with him, and, and Jesse comes into the kitchen, and wakes up, has like an awkward like 30-second conversation with him. And then Cousin sets the table. What a good child. <laughs> As they're discussing whether they should kick him out right then and there. I know. <laughs> like He's like, I'll just go set this table. Because they can't kick me out after I set the table. Yeah. And so uh, as that's happening, Walt is in his classroom grading some papers, talk, ha- having a small conversation with Junior while he plays with a microscope. Yeah. And just basically just keeping up. Yep. Optimistic about the whole cancer thing. Just seems like more so he's just trying to reassure Junior versus. Yeah, no, he's de- it's definitely all, all, all for Junior. It, it just benefit. seems like he's speaking all of his ass with it. Yeah. Um, and then... Go to Jesse we, and Jacob. Yes, Jesse and, and Jacob, the little, the perfect little prick. Yep. Oh, yeah. my God. And so Jesse's, like, admiring all of his lovely Trophies, certificates, and, like, love, he got some kind of environmental war, award, and... <laughs> Was that for picking up tin cans and shit? <laughs> for recycling cans and shit. I love that line. And... He's just like, no. 
No. No, it was, I got paper company to use a different sort of bleach. and Oh, right on. Yeah. Neat. And then uh, he finds his piccolo. And he's like, hey, play me some Jethro Tull. <laughs> he's like, this is a flute. Uh, no, that's a piccolo. <laughs> and but, then his mom comes in. And just, it's just another awkward conversation where basically the conversation really isn't that important. It's just more so he's checking The up. attitude. She's checking up on him. And, and like, make sure that the door is open. Yep. And... And Jesse and, totally picks up on that vibe. Yep. And he's like, this is bullshit. Treat me like I'm a criminal. And, and just, then uh, is that when... Uh, uh, he like he says like that oh like how Jesse uh, he brings up how uh, that he thinks his younger brother's the favorite like no they only ever talk about you yeah which I I kept waiting for Jesse to say oh really what do they say oh um, I kept waiting for him to I say think he that. knows what they say though I'm sure but I mean uh, yeah I, I was waiting for but it it didn't happen and then the next scene, I believe, is Jesse going through like his his the chest at the end of his bed and pulling out like memories from his childhood. And they start out like here's like a little toy, here's a toy without its head on, and then all these like drawings, drawings come and, out. And I, think, I I loved the the drawing of Mister White with the <laughs> with the graduated cylinder coming out of his ass or yeah. the test tube coming out of his ass. <laughs> Well, that was and a good one. I think this really, you know, kind of gives you some insight into Jesse and shows that he's a very artistic person. Although, on the other side of the paper, you see and that he, uh, that Walter had left a note saying, apply yourself, because he had done such a horrible job on the test. Yeah. the Which, of course, was an F. Oh, of course. Of course. Uh, and then we get, uh, w- then, we, then we're back to Walt. Walt's digging in the money again. Yeah, pulling all the cash out of his air ducts, like trying to trying to track it all down, and then Jesse shows up, much to Walt's dismay. Yep. And then Walt's like, "Are you wearing a wire? Are you wearing a wire?" He's like, "Yeah, I've got a wire." Speaking of the mic, bitch. As he grabs his crotch, I love that line. It's so Speaking good. Speaking of the mic, bitch. <laughs> it's awesome. And then this time is Jesse who wants to cook with Walt. Mm-hmm. He wants to cook more because um, Jesse had gotten a phone call uh, earlier from the guy who tried the math, and he's like, we need more. Like, this shit's awesome. Let's get more. And he – that so Jesse is really bringing Walt his cut. Walt kicks him out, and so Jesse takes Walt's cut and throws it in the pool. Walt has the worst luck with money in this episode. <laughs> I think at this point, I mean, you really see how much money is a factor in this for Walt. I mean, oh, it's at this huge. Point, I like mean, it, well, this is the reason he's doing it at this point. Anything to add, Carlos? No, I, okay. thought, I thought you were like about to finish it. No, no, say. no, no, I'm, I'm good. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if, if money right now is a huge issue. It's just it's becoming an issue. Yeah, it's I mean, I mean it's, it's quickly becoming an issue. Well, I think think at this point because Walt wanted absolutely nothing to do with it until he until Jesse gave him his money he's like well Mm -hmm. you know you could see the gears starting to turn and especially you know how fast he goes to pick up the money out of the pool and with a little pool skimmer yep pool skimmer 
I can't remember. How much did he say the money was? Uh, I think it was four grand. Right. Yep. He smoked a lot of it then. I don't know. I don't know how much it, a pound of meth is worth. I know, but like earlier, like they didn't they like mention how they had like forty grand worth. I think. I don't think so. Oh. Um, and then, let's see. We got that. We did that. Uh, then Walton Schuyler meet with the oncologist. Yep. Uh, and don't get the best news. Well, he just basically goes through and says it is serious, but it's treatable, mm-hmm. and said he's can be optimistic about it uh but basically just starts going over all the negative issues saying you're gonna have this you could have this and gonna be nauseated this and that and you're gonna lose your hair and eventually you know just walt zones out and you know, yep. starts playing that like ringing he just zones out and probably looking for any more mustard stains on people's shirts <laughs> <laughs> i just i just see that as him you know it's to the point where he's not wanting to accept reality now. Yeah. I mean, I guess based on what we said earlier, I guess at this point it's where he's, you know, still in denial and definitely, definitely not wanting to accept reality. Yeah. And then we get the maid finding a joint at Jesse's house. Damn it, Consuelo. Oh, no. And the parents automatically play the blame game on Jesse and kick him out and disown him. I was like, no, no. It's not my joint. No, does he? I don't yeah, know what he, it is. What and then yeah. goes out to meet the cab, and the little bastard comes. Oh out God, this little prick! And says, "Thanks Could, for uh, not ratting me out. Any chance I can get get it back?" Jesse throws on the gown, stomps on it, and says, "You stitchweed anyway, skunk, skunk or skunk, skunk skunkweed anyway." Stomps on it and hops in the cab and goes. God, what a dick. I know. It's like, you little prick. You just got him kicked out of the house, and then you want your little shitty little joint back? Like, you little bastard. And then we we go from there back to the the White household, and Skyler is reading this cancer pamphlet while Walt and Walt Jr. are watching TV, and she's like, really, very helpful. This pamphlet is really very helpful, which she repeats until Walt hears her. Yep. Or acknowledges her. Well, he just wants to watch the science fiction or whatever. Just, yeah. I <laughs> just like, I don't care. I, I, I give none I of the fucks at this moment. I'm... And then he finds out how much it's going to cost. $90,000 for his cancer treatment. And Walt's like, no, I no. And he has, a, I mean, he has a really good reason for not wanting to do this. Absolutely. If, says... if he doesn't live... He doesn't like, want to leave his family destitute. Because mm-hmm. they're like, well, we could take out loans. We can get help. We can finance it. And he's like, yeah, but what if I die? Then nothing. And then you guys screwed. are screwed because you don't work. He didn't say it, but that's what I was thinking. Like, you guys should get a jab. And then Junior, that, that why don't you just fucking die already? Just give up and die. Be like... Hey, Junior, why don't you go clean cars down at Eyebrows? <laughs> right. And then, anything else you want to cover with this scene? Uh, no, nothing for that scene. Then, All right, here's just... I love this. I love this yeah. scene, too. So, Walt, well, we have, have to start with Walt coughing up blood. Yeah, of course. He's coughing again, start of any good scene. And then he, he pulled, like, he pulled... He's coughing so bad that he has to pull over. Mm-hmm. 
in the gas station. Yep. And, and then guess who he sees? Ken, Ken wins. Ah, uh, good old Ken wins. Ken wins is, of course, yakking away on his Bluetooth, goes into the gas station, all looks at him like, no one's looking. Okay. I'm going to go get this... Uh, squeegee. Windshield squeegee. I'm going to open the hood. Oh, no! nobody stopped me yet. Let's, oh. let's just see how, how, how this goes. Shorts out the battery and starts Shut the engine the on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I love the line. What the hell's happening? It's not supposed to do this. Call the fire people. Do you know how much I paid for that? Why is it doing this? <laughs> Stupid cat. The whole car goes up and flames. It just explodes I, and Walt just drives away. <laughs> I, I just love the line, though. Call the fire Call people. Call the fire people. For some douchebag who's constantly on his Bluetooth... Constantly tethered to his cell phone, he can't make a call. No, no. He can't call the fire He cannot call... Well, no, he doesn't know who to call. He needs to call the fire people. Call the fire people! (laughs) I just love it. Do you know how much I paid for that? I just love that line. Call the fire people. Oh, man. You're so incapable of helping yourself. I I I was surprised that he, like, walked in the middle of daylight. Right? He just... Well, I, I feel like at that point, so much shit had rolled downhill on him in this like, in the past couple of days. He's just like, fuck it. <laughs> What's the worst thing that can happen to me at this moment right now? If I go to prison, I don't have to worry about paying $90,000 for paying for cancer. Exactly. Because then it'll be free. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, I get uh, Go for it. I mean, I guess what you think is the theme of this episode. Oh, man. Theme of this episode. Um... I want to say disappointing family. Like not not like not like a disappointing family, like you are disappointing family. Because if you look at it, Jesse's a disappointment to his family. Walt becomes a disappointment to his because he doesn't want to you know, get the help that he needs. He doesn't like he does everything he can just to kind of push them away a little bit, and they're just disappointed and frustrated with him. So maybe not disappointing, maybe frustrating family. I, I actually definitely agree, and I'm kind of pissed because I was gonna say, I think the theme of here is uh, family. Well, just with, you know, I mean, between family and relationships. I mean, I think at one point Jesse realizes with his stupid druggy friends that. They don't want anything to do with him yeah. unless he's got drugs. Mm-hmm. Like, whereas, the heart, like, the, like they didn't even want to smoke marijuana with him. They just wanted the the meth, the, the methamphetamine. So. And I, I think you know, I guess I would tie this episode up as relationships. I guess I see that being the theme because Jesse realizes that family will always be there for him, and when he. Goes to his parents' house, you know, after he's done tweaking and goes and crashes. I mean, he's, you know, he can tell the relationship's deteriorating. Mm-hmm. And you can tell by the way he's looking through all of his old stuff that he wishes he could go back. Yeah. And not and try to fix the You know, just, just basically a reset button just to do over on all the crappy decisions he's made. Yeah. And I think in that, I think that's why he ultimately takes the blame for his brother's joint i think that's why he takes the blame because he wants his family he he wants his brother to have different opportunities than he's had 
Makes sense, Carlos. Yeah. Uh, not that it would. I, not even if he like. Even if he came out like, nobody would believe him. Like if he said his brother did it. Right, but I mean, do you think that I mean, Jacob? See, would, like, if if Jesse said it's Jacobs, I don't. You know, if Jesse found some way, because Jesse's really good at even if people don't believe him, he's capable capable of bringing up one really good sharp point that makes people think. Oh, yeah, maybe he is telling the truth. I mean, you think Jacob would have ever owned up to it if Jesse would have pinned it on him? I don't think no. so. You think it, it's too easy think, to blame the think, the druggy brother and their parents sure. were, were way too ready to believe it anyway? Yeah. They were predisposed. Yep. Anyway, Carlos, theme. Oh, uh, I think the theme was that Operation Icebreaker is a horrible name. <laughs> <laughs> I personally you. like the name Operation Breathmint. I think that's a fantastic name for a DEA operation. Right, uh, I'm in the basement with you, I think we need Operation Breathmint. See how it is, Carlos. <laughs> see how it is. All right. Um. Yeah. What was so, the other thing we wanted to talk about? Um. Well, I think we've already covered it as far as character development. I mean. We see Jesse kind of hit rock, you know, again, pretty close to rock bottom. And you see Walt become more and more of a badass. I mean, see, I I think this is more status quo than actual development in this episode. I think this is more other people reacting to how the characters have changed over the past three. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I, I think there's definitely a change with Walt, though, with the whole Ken wins. I, I, well, I think he escalates, but I don't know if it's an actual change in character because it's it's essentially the same thing he did in episode one when he beat the tar out of those kids. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's just he did just enough to keep under the radar with this one. Yeah, I mean that it's true. It's definitely an escalation, and I guess we can. I, I can definitely see where you're coming from. Uh, I don't know. I I don't see him starting starting a car on fire necessarily in an older episode. I, I I see this as a transition for you know continual transition. Yeah. Still with Walt. Um, as far as Jesse, I mean, I, I feel like Jesse maintains I, status quo. I, I agree. Like I he think he had like he had a chance to maybe like get out of that life, but then it just slipped through his well, fingers I, again. I don't think Jesse it wasn't even a, his fault. I don't yeah. think Jesse has a chance at this point. Well, like he like was with his parents again. He, uh, I suppose, he could have still kept cooking meth or anything, but he also could have like maybe used this as a chance to stop, and then he got kicked out. So, but I don't think Jesse going in ever had the intention of quitting. No. But anyway, uh, anything else to add no? To this I, episode? I, I think we should probably wrap it up, huh? All right. Well, in that case, I'll hand if it you have back any over to you. <laughs> if you have any feedback on this episode of Breaking Brief or any of our other episodes, go ahead and send us an email at feedback at blindedstudios dot com or find us on Facebook at facebook dot com slash blindedstudios. You can also follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And we'll see you guys next week. That was beautiful. <laughs>